Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a space and platform of intentional healing, growth, and liberation for Black women. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode where I'm going to be giving you actually two, this is a twofer, if you will, okay? Uh, I'm going to be talking about how it is totally okay to be a damsel in distress. And also, I'm going to share something like this. This is one tool you absolutely must have in your home if you want to tap into uh, more feelings of flow and ease and just being able to release some of the stress of trying to remember all the things. Okay, I have one simple tool I want you to go out and get. It will probably cost you less than 20 bucks unless you get more than one of these things. And I think it's going to be a game changer for you, okay? So this is a two-part episode, or not a two-part episode, but this is a twofer, if you will. Uh, Now, before I get into today's episode, real quick, shout out to my folks, my people, my family out over there on Spotify, because y'all really doing the damn thing, okay? Now, we had that whole color purple, (laughs) um, what's it called, poll over there on Spotify, and that one has closed, so you can't go and um, vote on that one, but... In the latest poll, where, what did we talk about last week, y'all? See, my memory, be sometimes I'm just like, what did we talk about? Oh, we were talking about just like elevating our morning bathroom routines. I think I'm going to start as often as I can just giving you like the results of the previous week's polls when I remember, okay? So I asked, which scent do you prefer for like lotions, soaps, etc.? kind of like to help you tap into this, whatever, however you want to feel. I personally like to feel like I'm just abundant, clean, fresh, crisp, you know what I'm saying? Sexy, all those things. So I asked if you prefer like citrus scents, minty scents. If you're just like chill on the scents, I don't really like scents, which is, I'm like that sometimes too. Uh, Did you want something that's a little more woody, a little more masculine? I like those kind of scents too. Something a little more flowery. I don't think I'm really a flowery kind of girl, even though I love flowers in the home. And I'm going to definitely for the fall and winter be doing more fresh cut, 
whatever's in bloom or maybe not in bloom. I don't even know when stuff really be blooming. But I know there's something available in the winter and fall, so I'm going to just continue to buy myself plants minimum twice a month. Um, or do you prefer, like, the clean, fresh scents, which I kind of lean more towards that. And I guess, unsurprisingly, most of you said that you prefer clean slash fresh scents. And I'm like that, too. And then a lot of you also said flowery scents. And I'm, I'm, I'm loving that because when we think about flowers, we think about feminine and sexy and soft and um, girl, girly and things like that. I'm here for that as well. So, um, and if you said woody, scentless, minty, or citrusy, actually, I, I find myself, I can tap into all of those, honestly. So there was no wrong thing here. I was just curious to see kind of like where people were. So if you honor, excuse me, answered the poll, thank you. I really appreciate that because when you do, it helps me to feel like I'm this, I'm not just speaking out into the abyss. Okay. So I can tell you right now that for this week's poll, it's not going to really have anything to do with the content today because I want to ask you, do you prefer longer episodes? Do you prefer, and by longer, I mean, you know, I love to talk. I can give you a 45-minute-plus episode. If you look at my history, this is kind of like what I've been giving. So do you prefer, like, just having these kind of conversations that are more long and I'm just sharing more and more? Do you prefer kind of like more bite-sized episodes, maybe like 15, 20 minutes at most? And then also I want to find out. This is going to be – I'm going to give you the option to do, like, a multiple answer here. I want to know if you prefer to have, do you prefer the conversations where I have guests in my quote unquote virtual studio, or do you prefer when it is just me talking to you and we're having this conversation like we do almost every week? This will help me to know, especially for 2024 and beyond, what types of content and conversations, and also the length, obviously, we want to do more of on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, all right? So if you can please do me a favor, do me a solid, sis, do me a solid, go to Spotify, find the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. If you haven't given it a rating, please do so. Feel free to leave a comment on today's episode, but more importantly, please, please, please leave a, um, answer the poll and let me know what you want because when you, when I see the results, I can again do more of that if it's going to serve the greater good. And that's what I want to do. I want to serve. I want to support. I want to be here for you. So help help assist out. How about that? That's going to be the name of the poll if I remember. Help assist out. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Again, I have kind of like a twofer for you because both, both of these things were on my mind. So let's go ahead and talk about how it's okay to be a damsel in distress. Y'all. So... If you've been listening to the show for a while, I've not shied away from the fact that I've struggled with feelings of self-worth. I've struggled uh, with not valuing myself. And it has shown up in my life in a variety of ways from the, the, the men that I've dated. Or I should say, mm, I was going to say something sarcastic, but I'm not going to do that because it's not about them. It's about me. So the men that I've dated or chose to, to um, allow into my inner space. Whoa, my inner space. That was a sexual thing. Okay, let me stay on track, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but just like the men, the relationships that I've had um, 
with myself, with money, with my jobs and friends and how I allow people to speak to me or no boundaries, like all those, like all of it's connected, y'all. All of it's connected, okay? I had a very chaotic inside or interior and on top of that or added to the chaos was or included in the chaos was I was afraid to like put down the cape. I was afraid to raise my hand and say I need to help. I was afraid to receive. I was afraid to let people know that I was I, I, I was struggling. For someone to know that I was struggling, that was a bad thing. That was a really bad thing because, number one, I most times I would feel really embarrassed. I would feel really stupid. And y'all know I'm not stupid. I know I'm not stupid. But me, like, showing or asking for help or showing signs that I need to help most of the time I would just be so embarrassed I would just it would just I would be so embarrassed I would feel so low I would feel so stupid um especially especially when it came to like financial stuff if I needed help I could if I needed help it would be very rare for anyone to really know that. Like for me to have to say, hey, I'm really struggling financially. I need help or anything else or, or something of that nature, something big like that to me, it was damn near impossible. I would jump through, like you would think that I was with the Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey's. Is that what they're called? Barnum and Bailey's? Barnum and ba Bailey's. I don't know what it's called, okay? But you know, the circus. Um, I would literally be jumping through hoops, hoops of fire, half the size of my body, <laughs> setting myself on fire because I just, and I, and I would try to figure it all out myself. And as I was, would do those things, I would just keep putting pressure on myself, keep putting pressure on myself. And I, I think now looking back, or I know for a fact, so don't do, if you're like, if you're in your 20s and 30s, or really the age doesn't matter, but especially to my younger, you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm your e, your your auntie in your head, like to my young sister in, in your 20s, 30s, etc. Um, if you don't speak up, most times you're just going to dig that hole further. And I know it can be hard to trust because, hello, you know what I mean? Sometimes you you trust and you get kicked in the, kicked in the, a punch, in, it's like a stomach punch. Someone lets you down. Someone didn't come through for you. Maybe this wasn't a recent thing. Maybe this was like back when you were a kid. I remember, like I had a lot of disappointments when I was young and I'm not saying this in a, oh my God, pity me kind of way, but this is just my life. What I'm sharing with you, I, I need you to understand where I came from and how I was able to make this transformation, this woman that you quote unquote see before you, I guess virtually, or you're listening, this woman that stands before you today, she's not the same person from even a year, six months ago or a year ago. It has, I have constantly in the last maybe like five years been elevating my, in little micro steps, elevating, 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 going back down, going back down, going back down, elevating, elevating, going back down. Like it's a constant, but, but ultimately just getting a little higher, blooming a little more, reaching a little more, stretching a little more, growing a little more, opening up a little more. You know what I mean? That glow up. I'm, I'm, I, 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 like my life honestly is really different. Even from like a year ago, even from six months ago, the person that I am becoming, I'm not like, I'm not that same girl, but previous Brie, she was very used to disappointment, and I did not handle disappointment in a really good way. 
um, what child would, right? But um, I was just used to disappointment. I was used to disappointment. I remember there was a time where I had reached out to my dad asking for help because I, I feel like we are supposed to ask for help. We are supposed to ask for help, especially when it comes to like your family and your parents, okay? And when I was probably in my 20s, I had reached out to my dad. I'm using that term very loosely. We didn't have a relationship at all. And I hadn't talked to him in a month of Sunday, like years and decades, okay? But somehow he had gotten back into my life when I was in my 20s for maybe like a few months, a year, less than a year, I'm not sure. And I was struggling financially. And you would think that children can go to their parents and say, hey, can you help me out financially? Mind you, I was on my own. I was raising a child and um, paying my rent and, you know, living life, making hella mistakes, <laughs> lots and lots of mistakes. And I had dug myself into a financial hole and I needed food or may maybe money for food or I don't know what I needed money for. I'm going to assume food or rent or a bill. Maybe I had stuff in collections. I'm sure I did. Something. I needed money for something to get me out of this dire situation that I was in in that moment. And he was like, okay, let me see what I can do. And literally could not could not help me in any capacity at all whatsoever. And I'm just thinking, like, what's the point of me asking? Every time I ask for things, or a lot of times I ask for things, it's always a no. It's always we ain't got it. Or I was just, I would feel stupid for asking you know what I mean? Different things, like depending on what I was asking or if I was asking for help or if I didn't know how to do something or whatever the case may be. So I just stopped really asking for help because asking for help equaled bad. I wasn't really able to tap into that, you know how they say we have like there's a more feminine side or on a more masculine side. I, A big part of my life, I was operating in my quote unquote masculine side, my hard side, my get shit done side. My, you know, everything's okay side. I'm going to figure it out side. I'm going to make it good side. I can't count on nobody's size. Let me figure it out on my own side. Like that side. Can you, can you relate? That was a, most of my life. Most of my life. I rarely raised my hand and asked for help. I rarely asked. I, I rarely even took help. I don't know if I told y'all this, but one time when I went to go pick up my, um, I think I told, I shared the story before, but one time I went to go pick up my, um, something from my P.O. box, right? And I I had gotten a lot of boxes, and some of them were actually, they were sizable. And so um, I had a choice. Make a whole bunch of trips or try to, <laughs> try to carry it all out at once, which obviously I could not do because there was just no way. There was just no way. But actually, I had three choices, but I only identified with two of them. I'm going to tell you what that third choice was was the third choice was I had this brother um this black man and he asked me can I help you with those to your car and what did I say y'all what did I say instead of me allowing this man to take this cape off my shoulders okay instead of me allowing this man to help me okay I said no I got it I can do it thank you had a smile on my face and everything just like I can do it thank you so much oh I got it um, and I know he was just like, kind of like looking at me and scratching his head, like, are you serious right now? And I'm sure he didn't want to overstep and he wasn't a rude person or anything, but I, I could kind of see it on his face. Like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, I'm. <laughs> so it's like, I, I was, I just, 
I just didn't know how to allow someone to help me. And this was very recent. I've gotten much, much better. I've gotten much, much better. And a part of that is due to me recognizing and acknowledging that I am worthy of receiving help. I am worthy of receiving. A lot of us have problems with receiving. My problems stem from every time I asked, I was shut, it was, I was shut down or I, I just felt guilty about asking because I knew like, if, like for example, again, I've never shied away from the fact that I grew up in a place of poverty. I've told you that. My, my mom did the very best that she could. But there will be times when your stupid school will be like, oh, you got to bring in XYZ tomorrow for this Thanksgiving party we're having. And in my mind, more often than not, me saying I needed these things, it felt like I was taking away from the, the family pot. You know what I mean? From the from the money, the means that what we had available to eat and keep the lights on, things like that. So I used to hate when it was time to do like extracurricular stuff like field trips, um, uh, little um, party, classroom parties. Um, I don't even know if they do that in public schools, but I went to private school for several years and I know they did that a lot there. And maybe schools are different now. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been in school, obviously. But I used to hate that. I used to hate that so much because I'm just like, shit, excuse my French. Like, here we go. What, what's going to be the move when I have to go to the, like, um, well, it used to be thrifties back in the day. I'm dating myself. <laughs> I don't think they even have thrifties. I think they're CVSs now. But to pick up some cards and a little gift for the Secret Santa or things like that, I used to, I would be excited to, just because, you know, you're, it's, you're a kid and it's fun. But I picked up on some level, like, this is a threat to me. This is not a safe thing for me to be doing. Getting help, asking for help, asking for things, asking to have my needs met. Like, this is not a safe thing for me to be doing. And so I carried that with me a very long time in my life, clearly. Hello, Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I'm sure there's many episodes where you can go back and just hear, even if I'm not directly talking about it, there's like a thing about my worth, my value, receiving, allowing myself to get help, allowing myself to be soft, allowing myself to be a damsel in distress or, I guess, a damsel in need. It is okay to be a damsel in need. Right. So um, recently I had gone to Costco and God, I hate going. I hate going in there. And I knew I should have gone earlier and I just didn't because I was really having a nice, luxurious lay in the bed. My bed is so comfortable right now. Like I've upgraded my sheets. I've upgraded my comforter. Like I think I talked about this before. I'm not going to go into it again. But honey, honey, if you're if your bedroom, if your bed the place where you at minimum deserve to feel safe, if not just only in that place, get your bed together, honey. Get your bed together, your linens, your 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 sheets, your comforters, your pillows, all those things. Like get, get it together, honey. All right. So I was laying in the bed a good a good while. And by the time I finally got up and got ready, <laughs> I already knew the store was going like it was going to be. Uh, I felt like Mad Max and the Thunder. What is it called? Mad Mad Max and the Thunder Don't Zone thunder what the hell is it called anyway so I take myself on up to um Costco and I get all the way there I say all the way as if it's hella far it's literally less than 10 minutes away but you know like once I get somewhere if I gotta go back home you can forget about it. it's a wrap I don't care if it's around the corner I ain't coming back out the house I just I don't have it in me I just I'll do it tomorrow I get all the way up there I realize I don't have my damn ATM card Ugh. God. So I'm like, okay, now I just got this new iPhone, the iPhone 15. And 
I had the XS Max before. So if you're an iPhone user, you know that from the XS Max to the, to, to the 15 Pro, that's about a four-year gap, right? They've had several phones in between. And so I had literally just got my new iPhone. And I didn't quite know how to work all the things because some things have changed. And on top of that, I'm probably the last person in America that has ever used Apple Pay and uploaded their ATM card into their wallet because I'm not doing the thumbprint identification. I'm not doing the, um, what's it like? You put your, you, you take a picture of your face, you can unlock your phone. Like I am so anti-technology, but I love technology, certain things. So make that make sense. Can anybody feel me out there or is it just me? And I know the government, they know they have all they need, right? But I'm still just like holding on to like, you're not getting my face ID. You're not getting my thumbprint. So I literally had never in the whole span of Apple Pay used the wallet in life. Never. I've used Apple Pay actually one time and I was on my daughter's phone because she has, you know, she's young. She's got all that popping. And I had to pay for something or other when we pulled up to a drive through So I just put, you know, used her phone. So... I'm starting to get nervous now because I don't have my ATM card and I'm like, if I go home, I'm not coming back, but there's a couple of things I need to get, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to upload this stuff into Apple Pay. So I, I uploaded my ATM card. Thank God. I didn't have to have the physical card there. Got all that locked and loaded, but I really didn't know how to use it. I thought you just tap on the card and put the phone and that's it. But apparently that's not all the, that's not all the steps. So I wasn't even aware of that. So I'm feeling a little nervous because I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little, a little nervous because my ego is saying, Brie, you don't know how to use this. You have to know all the things. I wasn't saying that consciously, but my subconscious, you know, was starting to feel a threat like this whole thing. Like, you don't know how to use this. This is bad. It's not a good idea. You're going to get up there and you're going to have to pay. You might look stupid. Like all these little subconscious things I'm not even really aware of, but I'm feeling the pressure is what I'm saying. I'm feeling the pressure, okay? And so I go into Costco, grab my card, show my card, go in. There's 50 million freaking people in there. So now, not only am I feeling anxious about now I have, to, I have to do this new thing in front of people. What if I doesn't work? What if I get embarrassed? Oh my God, I don't know how to use it. Yes, I truly had those thoughts. And there's all these people here. And I don't like crowds. I don't like a lot of noise, typically. Thankfully, I had my AirPods. I pop them in. I put them on noise canceling. I try my best to navigate all these people that are just lollygagging around as I'm just trying to, can I just get to the damn toilet paper? Can I just get to the damn uh, uh, paper towels? Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. 
Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Way's Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. In the back, can I please, can I just get to the damn vital proteins? Let me just get these things. I don't have to come back into this place through the end of the year. All I needed was my vital proteins, my collagen powder, tissue, Paper towels and some dishwasher, and like a thing of dishwashing salt. Can I just get this and get the hell on, please? Finally, get all my stuff. So now, and there's noise and there's people. I'm starting to feel a little razzle dazzled. I get to the line. Everything's good. I'm smiling. My heart rate's coming down. I'm feeling good. But then it happens. I get up to the counter. The gentleman's ringing me up. It's time, and I even asked beforehand, I'm like, oh, do you take Apple Pay? Because I had checked, and the website said they did, but you never know. And he said, yes, absolutely. Perfect. All right. He rings up the total. It's like 169 and some change or something around there. I'm like, okay, bet. I know the card's loaded, so I should just be able to tap the card and put it on the thing, right? And no. I tap the card. It, it vibrates. Nothing happens. I tap the card, I put it on the thing, it vibrates. Nothing happens. I did it three times, and, there, and now I'm starting to feel pressure. Like, there's line, you know, people are waiting. No one literally had an attitude or anything, but in my mind, I'm just like, oh, God, this is the worst thing ever, right? So I was telling myself, like, you're just going to need to get out of the line because now I'm feeling like I'm going to be an inconvenience. 
And black women, we never want to inconvenience somebody, right? We, we just, we, we just, I don't know. A part of my healing work is allowing myself or reminding myself that I am not an inconvenience, okay? And neither are you. You're not an inconvenience. People need help all the time. People struggle with things all the time. That does not mean that you're stupid. It does not mean that you are problematic. It does not mean that there's something wrong with you. You're, it means you're human and you don't have to know all the answers, okay? That's what it means. That's what it means. Regardless of what you were told when you were a kid or when you were a young adult, those negative things, that's not what it means at all. It's, it doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean you're stupid. It doesn't mean you're worthless. It doesn't mean any of those things, okay? Needing help does not mean any of those things, all right? But that's the pressure I was kind of starting to feel like, oh, God, these people are going to, I'm thinking these people are going to come at me with pitchforks. They were not. <laughs> but you just kind of get this, your body just kind of starts to go into panic mode, right? Because I feel like I'm not moving fast enough. So I was telling myself initially, like, okay, I'm going to just have to get out of line and go all the way through this, like, figure it out. And I'm like, no, there has to be a better solution than this. And this whole conversation is happening in, like, 30 seconds as I'm trying to do the thing. I'm like, no. Raise your hand and say, can you help me? It's okay. Like, I had to give myself permission to feel safe enough to do that. I had to take a second and pause and just give myself that grace and understanding and compassion and just allow my body, because, you know, my nervous system is kicking in and starting to spiral a little bit over this simple situation. I'm like, no, Brie, you got to give yourself permission to just take a beat. Take a beat, right? And so I, I raised my hand, not literally, but, I, you know, and I, and I allowed myself to not have this sense of ego that says you have to be perfect and you should know how to do all these things. And I just looked at him and I just put a smile on my face. And I was like, you know, I have a new phone and I've never used Apple Pay before. Do you know, do you have, a, do you know how to use this? And he was like, actually, I'm a droid user. I don't know how to use it. So I took five points off for him saying that because hashtag droids, no. <laughs> these are jokes. Don't, don't send me no hate mail. And um, so I was like, okay, okay. But then he went a step further. See, when you allow yourself, when you put yourself into a place of just you're calm and you're relaxed, sometimes things are just going to happen for you naturally, right? When you open yourself up, sometimes, like, there, there are good people in the world that want to help you. There are good people in the world that can see, you know, okay, that can have compassion and say, hey, let me see if I can just go the extra mile and get her some help. Coincidentally, there was a black chick walking by. Hey, girl, hey. She was so cute. And he just said, hey, I'm making up her name. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. Let's call her um, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, do you have an iPhone? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, do you know how to use Apple Pay? And she was like, yeah. And so she came right over, and I showed her the phone, and she was just like, oh, just double tap the button. And that should be it. And so I double tapped the button on the side. And sure enough, it prompted me to enter my passcode. I did that. And then I put it on and it worked. It worked. I had gotten myself so in my head and caught up in the moment that even though I could see my phone indicating to tap here, I, because I was so dysregulated, my brain couldn't comprehend that it was telling me to tap the button, like push the button. 
And so I had been tapping the screen and nothing was happening. And I had gotten myself worked up to where I couldn't even, like when you get yourself worked up in this really big state of like, um, just like flight mode and, and, and stress and panic and, and anxiety, you know what I mean? It's hard to see beyond that when you're in the moment. And I, I had gotten myself internally so worked up at that moment that I couldn't even see that my solution was quite simple. And so I'm very thankful that I did allow myself to receive. I am so thankful that I was able to just kind of like put the ego part of Brie to the side, the part of me that said, it is not safe for you to ask. You cannot ask for help. You need to look like you're smart. You need to look like you have it all together. You need to look like you know what you're doing, black woman. Like, those are the thoughts that I think a lot of us have on a regular basis. Again, not necessarily on a conscious level, but probably subconsciously. Like, we feel like we just have to have it all together. We've got to look like we've, we're put together and we just have it all under control at any given moment. Because that's how it's been set up for us to feel anyway. That's how it's been set up for us to be anyway. We know that in order to get ahead, just to, just to get ahead, right? We know that we have to look a certain way, talk a certain way, dress a certain way. Our hair has to be a certain way. Our look has to be a certain way. We can't be too much of this. We can't be too much of that. We've got to present ourselves as if we're just sharp as a tack and smart and on it and witty. We're, we can't ask for help in, in common spaces. That, that is just a no-no, Right? So I feel like we have that, 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 that message kind of like running in the background in different levels and different, different uh, uh, capacities, right? Your messaging may be a little bit different than mine because of your experiences and upbringing, um, but I feel like a lot of us have that where we don't feel like it's safe enough for all for us to ask for help or or to receive help. We automatically go into I got it mode. I'm a figure it out mode. I got this. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. Um, and in fact, how can I help you today? Right. Oh, thanks for asking about me. Thanks for saying, hey, what do you need? I'm good, girl. I don't need nothing. What do you need? How can I help you? How can I support you? Is that you? Because that's me a lot of times. For sure, at least I'm getting better. As I continue doing the work, I'm getting better. But that that's me. Like, let me see how I can help you out. You asked about me. I'm going to say I'm good. But now let me see what you need. Even though I'm not good, I want to make sure you good, though. You good? Everything okay? How you feeling? What you need? That's just how we are. I feel like black women are just some of the most <laughs> amazing, dynamic, beautiful creatures God has ever graced this fine land with we are amazing we are so amazing and we are so loving and we are so giving we are so giving but it's like are you doing these things from a, your healed place or are you doing these things from an ego or fear or trauma place that's something that I am you know constantly just trying to bring awareness to as I continue prioritizing myself am I it's like a conscious healing if that makes sense like am I as I'm becoming this 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 new creature I guess um are these things that I'm doing are am I doing them because they're me or am I doing it because I'm still operating from my place of trauma so this this thing of me not being able to receive is still a very strong thing for me one that I am working through every day little by little and it's as simple as 
just even having that awareness like yo because when like when when I am not allowing myself to receive what I'm basically doing is disrespecting myself I'm not honoring myself I'm not honoring my humanity I'm not honoring my value I'm not honoring my my woman womanhood I'm not honoring my my worth I'm not I'm 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 just dis- disregarding myself I'm treating myself like like uh, I don't even know just just this ordinary I don't even know something that's not valuable and that could not be further from the truth of who I am and what I am and the same for you the same for you so I feel like it does require uh you feeling uh, a level of safety a lot of times be bold with asking for things so if your partner or your circles like if they're not helping you to feel safe to ask that's a problem we need people that are supporting black women. It can't just be black women supporting black women, right? We need, like, if you are booed up, it needs to be also your partner supporting black women. We need our jobs to be supporting black women. We, we just need that support that, that allows us just to feel a little more safe in the world so that we can raise our hand and, 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 and say, man, I could really use some help right now. I could really, I, I really... I really would like to have the attention on me right now. And that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing to, to have the attention on you, to have someone catering, I guess, if you will, to your needs at that moment. If you are struggling with feelings of self-worth, that's going to feel impossible. That's not going to feel safe for you to do. It's not going to feel safe for you to do. So I really want you to, um, I should have invited you to bring your journals to this, but I I spaced on that, but if you remember, you know, get your journal out and and see if you can find a time in your life where you 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 felt like asking was a no no, like asking was like a really bad move, and then also see if there were times in your life where you did feel safe enough to ask. I'm curious and, and get curious, like when were those moments? Who was I with? What was I asking for? Uh, like just explore that explore that the more awareness you bring into your life the more healing you're going to be able to open up okay it just but it takes it takes some exploration all right so raise your hand sis ask for help put put if you know put that thing to the side that says you have to have all the answers you have to do all the things by yourself it is not good for you to have someone help you it's not it's not okay to be in need listen you're a black woman okay and black women deserve to be uh seen as i'm saying damsel in distress as in just just this soft feminine woman or this this woman regardless just just this a woman a woman needing help that is not a bad thing that is not a bad thing i know for a fact that i really struggle with that because i didn't i didn't see that modeled like getting help was a good thing because either in my family there was no help like there wasn't really any help or the help that was given or extended it was um it was done in a, in a kind of like sometimes nasty ways to where you're just like, or my parents like, why did I even, why did I even ask, you know, like what, what, what was the point? 
So it is okay to need help. It is okay to ask for help. If someone this week, and, and you know, here's a, here's a thing for you. I want you to go out of your way to ask for help this week. I don't even care if you don't need the help. Okay, I want you to ask for help this week and just allow yourself to receive. Maybe it's asking your partner, hey, um, can you do you mind cooking dinner tonight because I'm tired? Or do you mind giving the kids a bath tonight? I'm tired. Or um, trying to think of other things. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of things off the fly, but just like, Allow yourself to ask for help. Hey, if you're going into the office nine to five and you see um, a coworker, a gentleman that he just happens to come in, like one of your pals or something, you guys are going to the office together. Just say, hey, do you mind carrying this box for me to my to my office? Just little things. Yes, things that you could obviously do yourself. But we need to allow ourselves to get into a place of receiving. Okay, we need to be able to get comfortable with receiving. Because when we get comfortable with receiving in the small ways, we can get comfortable with receiving in the big ways. Big, big ways. That's where the abundance and and, uh, of just like financial abundance, freedom, joy, liberation, like the good things that we want, that's when those things are going to be able to move towards us in a stronger way. Because if not, we're going to just push everything away. We're going to push away every hand, every offer for help. We're going to just push it away and we're going to just keep denying and rejecting the help we're going to keep denying and rejecting that part of us in our that part of us that you know uh is worthy there's a part of you in there a big part of you that is just this sweet little girl and she needs that confirmation that she's valuable right if you can honor that little girl in you going to open up so many things in you so many things okay so that was the first thing I wanted to talk about you see how these conversations belong I feel like I want to do like a part two with this other thing because we're already at 36 minutes so um hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm gonna stick a pin in this we're gonna make this part one because again I I really didn't want to hit you with an hour-long episode today and I didn't know (laughs) that was gonna be talking about that part for so long but yeah I really want you to explore that especially now because we are getting into the fall and in the winter and the fall and the winter and maybe this is another episode too but the fall and the winter is the perfect time for reflection things are slowing down there's less hustle and bustle and I'm saying that knowing that of course the holidays and Christmas shopping and all that stuff is upon is, is afoot but capitalism aside Fall and winter are times to retreat. Fall and winters are times to like go into your cave and nestle and snuggle and get cozy and um, just really tend to the house and tend to yourself and 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 rest and slow down and not be trying to do all the things like really preserving or conserving your energy. So this is the perfect time to really, if you haven't had a chance to start doing your journal habits, um, which I highly recommend you do every single day, every single day. Doesn't have to be full on morning pages, which, you know, you do three pages a day. But if you can do even um, a couple of sentences a day, start with that. Just get into the routine, get into the habit of keeping your your journal by your bedside and as soon as you wake up 
you know, stretch your body a little bit. Don't get on your phone. Grab your journal. Um, grab your pen. And just write a couple of sentences, right? Write a couple of sentences. That's it. Start with that. Start easy. You don't need to, like, start building habits and they just feel so oppressive and overwhelming because that's not the point of any type of habit that's meant to grow you, stretch you, bring you more self-awareness, invite more self-love and calm and, and peace into your life. So if you can do two sentences every day, that's awesome. If you can do more, great, fantastic, right? Start where you are, start where you can. But I really would like for you as we move into the fall and the winter months, so what is that, October through, I guess, technically some, some point in uh, January, mid, mid-January maybe, um, just allow yourself to get into that space of reflection. Allow yourself to get into that space of just further exploration, okay? Because this is the absolute perfect time. This is the absolute perfect time. So if you don't have a journal, by the way, you can find them anywhere. I get my journal always from Michael's. Um, they have the dotted journals. They have the line journals. I prefer the dotted journals myself. Those are the ones I get all the time. You can usually find them. I think they're $9.99. Sometimes they have a sale where it's like buy one for 10 bucks, get one for 50% off or something like that. So I'll usually get like a couple of journals at a time. And you'd be surprised. Like once you get into a really good rhythm, you'll go through those journals like like that you know what I mean and you just allow yourself to flow so that wasn't the tool that I wanted to share by the way but I just wanted to make sure that I talked about journaling because I really want you to start allowing your space excuse me allowing yourself to get into a space of reflection and awareness okay so use these episodes that we'll be doing through through the next few months um, to just to get into that headspace so you can tap into prioritizing yourself, tap into figuring out what your needs are, okay, and tap into your own personal glow up, because that's what it's all about. So, all right, with that said, please make sure and go and answer that poll so I can fear, excuse me, hear more and figure out more about what you like, and um, yeah, that is it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here and for your support. I will see you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast.